0: you'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State Checklist and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. You make or break your life before 8 a.m. Most people by 8 a.m., they've already looked at their cell phone and they're getting on with the busyness of their day. They're getting their breakfast made, getting their coffee, getting their kids to school, getting to work. Most people, their whole life is built around distraction and what's urgent. What's urgent is getting to work, paying the bills, taking care of all the tasks, getting to your meetings. Very few people set up their evenings and their mornings so that they can focus on what's important, not what's urgent. You've gotta do what Brian Tracy would call, eat that frog. First thing in the morning, get yourself into the right frame of mind, meditate, visualize, pray, connect with your higher power, connect with your future self, and then ultimately take action take 60 to 90 minutes of action in a flow state before you've plugged your brain into all the technology before you've plugged into all the notifications before you've sped your brain up and gotten yourself totally distracted by the day instead you wake up first thing in the morning before there's busyness and you've given yourself one to two hours of space where you can meditate visualize and ultimately take action on your dreams again that's called eat that frog eating the frog is doing the most important thing first doing the worst first, doing that thing that's important but not urgent, doing that thing that if you do it, it will move your life forward. So who is your future self? What are your dreams? What is it you actually want to accomplish? Are you actually waking up and giving yourself space first thing in the morning to first off meditate, pray, visualize your future self? There's a lot of research that shows that very few people visualize their future self. But what would happen if rather than at the end of the day, when your willpower is most depleted, when you're fried, when most people at the end of the day are fried because their willpower is all gone, what do you do? You consume junk food, you consume junk media, you do a bunch of things to create immediate dopamine or immediate gratification because you're not thinking long-term. When your willpower is low, you don't think long-term and so you make short-term poor decisions. And most people at the end of the day, because they're fried, they just consume a bunch of junk, which ultimately hurts their sleep, it hurts their momentum the next morning. So what would happen if you, instead of consuming a bunch of junk, Unplugged, unplugged fully. There's actually a lot of research on this. It's called psychological detachment or even psychological detachment from work. But what would happen if you fully unplugged at the end of the day and just recovered? What would happen if you left your cell phone away from your body for longer periods of time so you could actually engage with the ones you loved and actually go through a true state of recovery? The human brain needs recovery. And it's actually while you're recovering that your best ideas will come, your best experiences will happen. Research shows that only 16%. Of creative breakthroughs and creative ideas happen while you're focused at work. Instead, most of your best ideas, most of your biggest aha's, are going to happen while you're recovering, while you're on vacation, when you're in the shower, when you're hanging out with loved ones, when you're driving. And so, what if at the end of the day, or at the end of your work, you fully unplugged, you left your cell phone away from your body, and you fully connected with your loved ones, you actually decompressed, you engaged in life, and then you went through a routine of actually shutting yourself down, going to bed maybe an hour earlier rather than consuming a bunch of junk, rather than being disconnected from your loved ones, you actually created a routine for going to bed earlier and then planning the one thing that you want to do the next morning. There's one thing that you really only need to accomplish the next morning. Far too many people have a a to-do list of 10 or 15 items. The 80-20 principle shows that 80% of the things you do produce 20% of your results. So what if you removed eight or nine of those things on your to-do list and you did the one thing that you knew mattered more than anything towards your bigger picture dreams? What's the one thing that if you did it would help you become your future self? What's the one thing that if you did it would make your whole life different? What's that most important thing? What's the frog that you're avoiding? What's that worst first? What would happen if you went to bed a little bit earlier and rather than staring at your cell phone in bed, you actually just mapped your next morning Research from B.J. Fogg, who's a Stanford psychologist, he's one of the leading experts on habit design, said that the easiest way to do a habit is to make it easy. You want to make it the simplest thing. So if you want to floss your teeth in the morning, all you have to do is take the floss out and put it on your counter so that it's so easy. All you have to do is pick it up. That's how you set yourself up. If you want to go running in the morning, all you have to do is get your running clothes, set them right next to the door so that you don't have to do a ton of things in the morning. You want to wake up in the morning and have it all laid out. And you want to know immediately what you want to do. You want to know exactly what you want to do that first thing when you first wake up. You want the environment set up, but you also want to know in your mind what you're going to do so that you don't have to make a decision when you first wake up. So what would happen if you went to bed a little earlier and without being so plugged into your technology? What if you had actually recovered from work, actually been engaged in your life, and you went to bed with a purpose? You went to bed knowing First thing in the morning, what you would do, and you would set up the environment so that when you woke up, the decision was already made. You didn't have to burn out decision fatigue. You didn't have to burn out willpower. You didn't have to lay in bed with the alarm going off and wonder what you're going to do. Instead, you heard the alarm, you woke up, and you were excited to wake up because the environment was already set up, and you already knew the first action you were going to take. And you already knew the poor outcome that you were going to try to make. You knew that you were going to eat that frog. You were going to put the important over the urgent, and you were going to rather than plugging your brain into into technology you're going to keep your brain waves moving slow your brain waves move slow first thing in the morning which means that you're most creative you've got the most ability to visualize you've got the most ability to create and take action but most people they wake up and immediately plug themselves back into their technology which speeds their brain up to what's called the beta state and therefore, they're already bra- their brains are already going in too many different directions. And so as a result, they can't connect with their subconscious. They can't connect to their future self. They can't take bold action. And then they just get caught up in the urgency of the day. And then they go on a repeat cycle where day after day, month after month, year after year, they're not taking action on what's most important. And so they're not living their dreams. But if you give yourself some space, if you wake up early, you know what you're going to do and you're focused on one core outcome. What's the one key thing? When I was a graduate student, I was getting my PhD, I really wanted to become a professional writer. And the one core outcome that I went for every morning before my 8 o'clock class was to wake up, meditate, visualize, my future self, and then that one core outcome was just to write articles. And I wrote articles several mornings before going to my classes. And so by the time I went into my 8 a.m. class, my fellow graduate students were just pulling themselves out of bed, drinking their morning coffee, trying to wake themselves up, and I had already... Meditated, visualized, exercised and most importantly done my most important task, which was writing an article and it was through doing that that over a few years while I was still a graduate student, my blogs were read over a hundred million times. I became a professional writer. I was making more money than all of my professors combined by the time I left because I put the worst first. I put the most important thing first. So who is your future self and what's the most important thing you can do? What's that most important action that if you woke up and took that action first thing in the morning? in a nicely visualized state. You visualized your future self. You prayed. You meditated. You got yourself into that right frame of mind. You didn't plug into technology. Your brain was still moving slow. And you then focused in a flow state for 60 to 90 minutes on what's most important before the urgency of the day, before everything happened. How would that impact your relationship with your kids if you're a parent? What would happen if when you first encountered your kids, you weren't reactive to them because you were still waking up? But what if you had already visualized your future self, you'd already prayed, you'd already gotten yourself in the right frame of mind, and you'd already put in what's most important to you towards your biggest dreams first. How would that change how you interact with your kids? You would then be a lot more powerful, a lot more confident. You'd be a lot more discerning. You could actually be present with them because you'd put first things first. You've got to put first things first in your life or else everything else is going to happen to you and you're going to be reactive to the situation. That is the key to morning routines, is knowing the one thing that's most important that you're going to do and getting that done consistently. If you woke up every morning with a purpose, and if you actually got that thing done, took 60 to 90 minutes of focused flow on that thing, if you're a writer, it's writing. If you're making videos of the videos, if you're a scientist, it's doing science. Whatever it is, what's that important thing that's actually going to move you to, towards your future self? You have to know who your future self is. There's a lot of research on this in the field of Um, performance psychology, we call it deliberate practice. Deliberate practice is engaging in a process that helps you develop skills, abilities, expertise. And you can't engage in deliberate practice on a regular basis if you don't know who you want to be. So if you want to be someone, if you want to get somewhere, the first thing you do in the morning is got to be taking action towards that thing. That first morning, first off, your brain's moving slow. Second off, if you're taking powerful action, repetition over time changes you at a subconscious level. So if you're taking action first thing on those things, over time, what's going to happen is you're going to no longer be able to justify the things you used to justify. You're you're going to spend your time on more and more valuable things. And you're going to start saying no to the distractions that are taking your time, the relationships that are taking your time, even the job that might be taking your time. You're going to say, I'm worth more than this. My future self is worth more than this. And then you'll increase your commitment towards what you want. Because as you engage in those future self behaviors, you're going to get very committed to who you want to be. And your whole day starts to shift if by 8 a.m. you've already taken more action towards your dreams and goals than most people take in a month or a year. And if that becomes your consistent morning routine, then over time you've got so much confidence, so much momentum that, you, that results just start coming at you. Life becomes really easy to succeed when, the, when you put the worst first or when you put the most important first. When you begin with the end in mind, which is your future self, as Stephen Covey would say, and then as you take action consistently towards your future self, all of a sudden you become your future self. You become the person you want to be. You begin creating the circumstances you want. Most people, when they wake up, they're operating from their current circumstances. They wake up, they react to their notifications, they then go on with what's busy and what's urgent. They're living from their current circumstances and they're also living from their former identity. They're living out the habits of their former self. But if you wake up and visualize your future self and if you visualize your future circumstances and if you're taking action based on the circumstances you want for your future then you're operating from who you want to be. And there's a lot of research that shows when you're operating from your future self and when you're when you're actually visualizing that and feeling the emotions of that and then acting towards that, that then you change your brain in the present so that it looks like your future self's brain. And you start to anticipate and expect success. So that's my invitation to you is go to bed a little bit earlier. Don't plug into all of the dopamine seeking because your willpower has gone at night. Don't Consume so much junk as far as media or food. Be plugged into where you are. Wherever you are, that's where you should be. Actually engage with your loved ones. Keep your cell phone away from your body as much as you can. And then recover and go to bed with a purpose. Wake up, eat that frog. Visualize your future self so that by 7 or 8 in the morning, you've already lived your dreams. Then you have so much confidence in your day. Then you change what you tolerate. Then you change what you're willing to engage in. Then you start saying no and no and no to more and more things. And you start making true commitments and decisions towards your dreams. That's how you build confidence. That's how you build momentum. That's how you live your dreams. That's how you start owning your time. And that's how you stop engaging in things that no longer matter to you. That's how you upgrade your standards. That's how you live dreams fast. That's how you can make millions of dollars. That's how you can create an amazing life. So what you do before 8 a.m. makes or breaks your life. Who's the person you want to be? Who's the person that is your future self? And what are the actions they would take? What are the things that your future self would say no to that you're still saying yes to? What are the distractions, the addictions that you're still saying yes to that your future self said no to a long time ago? What are the actions that you need to take? What is the one thing that if you did and got really good at or took action on, or completed would help you become your future self? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in and get immediate access to all the goodies the one-page Future Self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it, the full Future Self course, and other goodies such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to self.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.